Uh, good morning. Uh, lovely um, to be here with you this morning. Uh, whether you're joining us in person or indeed um, online, uh, you're very welcome um, today. A couple of things just as we um, start off with today. Um, it's more of a family service today, so the children will remain um, in church for a much more interactive uh, service today. Um, and the second thing, just to say um, at the beginning, that uh, we will be praying for and our thoughts are, are with the Livingstone family today. Um, news has come um, just late last night that Canon Bertram Livingstone um, has passed away. Uh, Canon Bertram Livingstone was the, the founding rector of this parish, um, and this parish obviously owes his ministry uh, a great deal of death uh, as he established uh, the witness and the life of this parish here uh, in Deravogi. And so our thoughts and our prayers uh, are with the Livingstone family um, today. As we begin, uh, we just pause for a moment um, to reflect uh, on that news, uh, to maybe to give thanks uh, in this moment for his life uh, and for his ministry, not only in this parish, uh, but in the other places in which Bertram um, has served. And then we'll pray together uh, as we begin today. So we'll pray together with the words on the screen. Lord, direct our thoughts and teach us to pray. Lift up our hearts to worship you in spirit and in truth through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Cast your eyes to the screens as we hear God's word today. This morning's reading is taken from Psalm 127 and 128. The reading is entitled, A Song of Ascents of Solomon. Psalm 127. Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. Sons are a heritage from the Lord, children are reward from him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are sons born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their enemies in the gift. Psalm 128. Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in his ways. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessing and prosperity will be yours. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your sons will be like olive shoots round your table. Thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion all the days of your life. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem. And may you live to see your children's children Peace be upon Israel. Here ends this morning's reading. And thank you to Joe uh, for reading that uh, for us today. Um, so if, if a few questions as we begin. Um, we're going to pray to start off with, uh, and then we're going to think 
um, about those psalms um, today. So let's just pause to pray and seek uh, God's Spirit in this moment. Father God, we thank you that you are with us. Uh, your Word teaches us where two or three are gathered uh, together, you are present with us. And so as we gather today in all these different aspects of this act of worship, uh, gathering together as a community, we thank you that your presence is with us. And so may your Spirit inspire us, direct us, lead us in our thoughts, uh, not only in our knowledge today, but in our transformation today, in our journey and our discipleship with you. In your name, amen. Amen. So we continue this uh, series uh, called The Journey uh, through these Psalms of Ascent. Um, and the, so far we've thought about uh, the fact that this is something that the Israelites were doing every year as they traveled up to Jerusalem to worship uh, in their pilgrimage. Um, these were songs, dog-eared songbooks, that they were a song to teach and to show the generations around them what it is that they believed in, um, who it was that they believed in, and passed that on to the generations around them. And so these were really important songs in the life of Israel. Um, and we've seen the highs and the lows of what it means to journey with God uh, through these psalms. Uh, and the encouragement of lifting up our eyes uh, that the Lord is with us. And the encouragement that He is present even in our darkest moments. Um, so today we want to think about these two psalms, 127 and 128. I want to ask a question as we begin this. Um, if, you are to, if you do something over and over again, what is that commonly called? It's a, a habit. That's right. Now, our hands up to answer this question. Are habits good things or bad things? Hands up if you think they're good things. Okay. Hands up if you think they're bad things. Okay, hands up, you think they're both? Oh, okay, right, brilliant, super. So, let's think about uh, some habits. To help us think about habits today, I've written a word out on a piece of paper. I didn't, I didn't actually stretch this out until I got into church, and it's only after I stretched it out once I got into church I realized that it just about fits the span of my arms <laughs> no more, so that would have been quite difficult. Um, so, habits. Can you give me some good habits? Hannah. Going to bed at a good time. That's right. Really early. Isn't that right, Hannah? Yes. Okay. Any other good habits? Brushing your teeth. That's a very good habit. Washing your hands. That's a really good habit, especially at the minute. It's amazing how over the last 18 months or 20 months, we've had to teach people how to wash their hands. Isn't that right? What were they doing before that? That's what you have to wonder. Um, okay, what are, what are some other good habits? Reading your Bible. Okay. It's good for a minister's wife to be doing that. Uh, any, any other good habits? Being courteous. Yes. Doing what you're told. Some of us have no option, George. <laughs> uh, live in a house with three ladies. Um, anything else? Any other good habits? Eating your vegetables. Okay. Uh-huh. Depends which vegetables they are, but really, doesn't it? Like, doesn't it? Brussels sprouts. Is there one down the back row here, Dylan? Going to school. That's a very good habit, isn't it? 
You can learn lots of things whenever you're at school. Here can be a revealing question. What are some bad habits? Hannah? Picking your nose? <laughs> Correct. Yep. Any other bad habits that we want? Now just, now, just because you say them doesn't mean that we're confessing to them at the moment. We'll make that clear. Maybe that makes it easier for people to say them. Okay. Yep. Smoking. Uh-huh. Smoking is not good for you. Bad habit. What else? Gambling. Yep. Yes. Biting your nails. Yo, that's a really bad habit. I used to bite my nails all the time, you know. Used to, I used to eat my nails almost permanently. Every day you'd see me sitting, biting away at them. I had no nails. And it wasn't until we got engaged that I immediately stopped biting my nails. Now, that's the effect that surely has on me. Now, there you are. You see? Um, the reason for that was I knew we were going to get photographs taken and I didn't want my bad fingers to be showing up in the photographs. Um, but there we are. Anyway. Any other bad habits? Too many sweets. Now, the supplemental question to that one is, how many is too many? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that right, but isn't it? Because we all have different levels of too many of those things, don't we? Um, we do, but yes, but eating too much is another bad habit. Okay, so habits are things that we do constantly, aren't they? Now, the book of James in the Bible um, tells us that if we sow a thought, we reap an action. So if you think something long enough, it's more than likely you begin to act on it. And if you sow an action, if you do something often enough, you reap a habit. And if you sow a habit, you do something often enough, you reap a lifestyle. And you'll find that as a paraphrase of James chapter 1. So it all begins with our thoughts, the things that we think about um, can become our habits. And habits are good, uh, and they're bad. And those who are much more intelligent than me and who have studied all of these things say that it takes approximately 40 days to establish a habit. So if you want to begin something new that is good and positive, you need to be doing it for 40 days in a row for your brain and for your body to get to the point where it begins, begins, not always does it, but begins to do it more naturally. And it's not as big a chore. Those same people tell us it takes approximately how long to break a habit if you stop doing that thing for how many days? One day, no, not just as little as that. So, no, wee bit more. Wee bit more. Seven. So it takes about 40 days, six weeks to establish a habit, but it only takes a week to break it. And if you think about that just for a wee minute, um, whenever you are, so you maybe have decided you're going to create a new habit and you're going to walk for two miles every day. And you do it for 40 days and that becomes easier. You get up, you enjoy it. The exercise is good. The fresh air is good. And then you go on holidays for a week. And whenever you come home, you're not in as good a place or as good a habit to be going for the walk anymore, unless you've been on a walking holiday, in which case it's all been very good. 
So habits are really, really important things. But if we want to get rid of our bad habits, how do you think we start? How do you think we get rid of our bad habits? What do you think? You have to acknowledge them first. That one, that they're a habit, and two, that they're bad. Yes? Okay, so we acknowledge that we have a bad habit. How do we start stopping it? Knock me more on if there ever was a sentence. Do you think? Distraction. Okay. So we distract ourselves. So, uh, for instance, um, one of my bad habits is that whenever the house goes quiet uh, late at night, crisps become my friend. So I have to distract myself with a slice of dry toast instead. So distraction's good to help us stop habits. Anything else? Yep, Bethany. Start a reward system. Oh, I like that idea. So I'd have sweets instead of crisps late at night then. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Okay. So all right, okay. Uh, not that kind of reward. Okay, okay. So if you stop doing something and you see that you're being good at stopping the bad habit, then you get a reward instead. That's a good idea. And do you think if we have a bad habit, we can just stop it instantly? You have to try. Okay. So, we have to try to stop our bad habits. So, we would try to do that by stopping it maybe a little bit at a time. And then it feels as if it's a bit better, doesn't it? So, if we took some of our habit away, like this, and we got rid of it. Our habit isn't all gone, but what's left? So a bit of it's still there. So we have to try a wee bit harder, don't we? And we have to try to stop another bit of it. And so we take another wee bit away, and we think we're doing really good, but that bit is still there, isn't it? Still there. So... We do it again. And what are we left with? It's still there. Isn't it? It hasn't gone away. It is still there. I have tried everything that I can do to get rid of it. And if you remember back to Psalm today, Psalm 127, first verse that Joe read for us said, Unless the Lord builds the house, they that build it labor in vain. What does that mean? Well, it means that I can't do it all by myself. I need help. I need help from other people around me who have the same outlook in life, who are on the same Christian journey as me, to encourage me. But I also have to allow the Lord to build the house in my life. I have to allow Him to establish good habits in me my good habits are looking up to him, as we've heard before. My good habits are stretching out towards him. My habits are journeying towards him. And so whenever I realize that it's not all about me, because unless the Lord builds the house, they that labor, labor in vain. Whenever I am out of the equation, and I take the I out of it, 
what am I left with now? Hannah. A tea or a cross? And where's my habit? Gone, isn't it? It's in shreds on the floor. And what is left is the cross. And actually, Psalm 128 can speak back into this. Because Psalm 128 talks about the fear of the Lord. And the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord is not that moment where we're <laughs> really scared of him. But the fear of the Lord is recognizing who he is, acknowledging who he is, looking to him to help us, and realizing that it's about him and not about me. And whenever we do those things, those bad habits that lead us away from God are gone. And the only thing that's left is the cross shining brightly in our lives, or journey with God, or witness for Him. And it's through the cross of Calvary that we receive the forgiveness that we need, the mercy that we need to establish good habits in our lives. And so once everything else is gone, because that's also what Psalm 127 is saying, that unless the Lord builds the house, everything else will fall apart. Whenever all of our lives are gone and have fallen apart, the question that remains is, what have you done with the cross? What have you done with Jesus? And being on a journey with Him is the best journey that you and I can ever be on. Being on a journey with Him is more than just a lifesaver. It's absolutely everything. And as we reflect on that today, we're going to use that as we pray. We're going to take some time to think about the habits that's in our lives and the good ones and thank God for them and the ones that aren't so good and ask for His help with them. But also to consider what it means for the only thing to be left to be Jesus, and to be the cross of Christ. Let's pray together. Father, as we reflect on that truth today that habits are strong things in our lives, we want to take a moment to pause and to give you thanks for those good habits that we have in our lives, the things that bring us joy and contentment, the things that bring us health, the things that help those around us. Lord, we also know that we struggle on a daily basis and so we want to seek your hand of strength and of courage as we face into those habits which are not good in our lives. And we want to seek your power and the victory of your cross in those places today. let us bless the Lord.
Thanks be to God. And we say together, blessing, honor, and glory be yours here and everywhere, now and forever. Amen. Amen.